T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KN. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Investigation into Supreme Court leak of abortion ruling finds no leaker so far. We have the story. Apartment building damaged by fire in South Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A Kansas man convicted of threatening to kill a U.S. congressman. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. A storm system is going to be moving into the southwestern part of the country by tonight, taking aim on the plains tomorrow. What will that mean for us in terms of rain or snow? Our complete forecast is on the way in a few minutes. Indiana police responded to an active shooter at a Walmart in Evansville last night. Evansville Police Sergeant Anna Gray tells reporters... The suspect had opened fire on officers before the police turned to fire back on him. There were, like I said, multiple times that he was actually shooting at officers um, before they actually were able to shoot him. Police say they shot and killed the suspect. Again, that's in Evansville, Indiana. The Supreme Court not able to identify the source of a leaked opinion that gave an early heads up about a landmark abortion ruling. Dozens of interviews and cyber forensics have so far, based on the preponderance of evidence, not determined who the individual was to leak a draft opinion of the Supreme Court's Dobbs ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. Politico published that opinion in a leak that Chief Justice John Roberts called an egregious breach of trust. The marshal of the court has overseen the eight-month investigation, concluding it is unlikely the court's IT systems were accessed improperly from the outside. The report also recommends reducing the number of employees with access to sensitive court material and instituting tracking technology for printers and copiers. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Fire damaged a single-story apartment building in South Wichita Thursday night in the 2200 block of South Broadway. Acting Battalion Chief Chad Dunham says the blaze began in the back of the structure where they found a couch and stacks of trash. The owner said he's had problems with squatters and people, you know, standing back there and when they shouldn't be. So not really sure exactly how it started, but it started back there somehow. There were no injuries. The Red Cross was called to assist 14 residents displaced by the fire. A federal court jury has convicted a Kansas man who told them that he's a messenger from God. 32-year-old Chase Neal of Lawrence was found guilty of a single count of threatening a U.S. government official. 
The judge instructed jurors that to find Neil guilty, they had to conclude that a reasonable person would find that he had made a true threat and intended to either intimidate LeTurner or interfere with his work as a congressman representing eastern Kansas. Neal, acting as his own attorney, testified that his actions were prompted by LeTurner, ignoring concerns about sorcery, wizards, extraterrestrials, and a war for people's souls. Sentencing was set for April 11th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. First responders that include police and sheriff's deputies have been carrying Narcan kits for the last year to help reverse the effects of an overdose quickly when they answer a call. Now, fire crews in Wichita will also soon be equipped with the kits as well. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says... We want to make sure if they are first on the scene uh, and they're encountering a potential overdose, that they have the equipment to reverse that overdose as fast as possible so we can save more lives. According to the Sedgwick County Forensic Center, fentanyl cases have increased more than 500% in the last two years. Police are investigating a pedestrian collision. It killed a woman in southeast Wichita. 62-year-old Mary Delore was crossing East Harry at Falders Lane on Wednesday evening when she was hit by a car driven by a 65-year-old man. The investigation of the circumstances of the incident continues. Police are asking anyone with information on the case to call detectives or Crime Stoppers at 267-2111. President Biden has viewed areas of Northern California still recovering from deadly storms. The beach town of Capitola is where the president spent much of his time touring, which included a flood-damaged restaurant hoping to rebuild. Joined by California Governor Gavin Newsom and other officials, President Biden says given what he's seen, he's still cautiously optimistic. That uh, the worst part is behind. The waters recede, but we'll see the full extent of the damage to the homes, the businesses, and the farms and ranches. Hundreds from FEMA and other federal agencies remain in the state assessing damage. The president promised many of them will stay until the recovery is finished. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. And we will be looking at the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs tomorrow right here on KNSS. We'll preview the Chiefs game coming up in sports. The National March for Life is scheduled for today in Washington, D.C., that story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Live, local, KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.08 now, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. Major improvements may soon be coming to a busy Wichita freeway. The city is looking to expand K96 from four to six lanes and make improvements to select interchanges. The Kansas Department of Transportation, the Federal Highway Administration, and the City of Wichita will be holding a public meeting February 2nd. A number of design options will also be on display for the public to view. Officials expect K-96 to carry up to 100,000 vehicles a day by 2050. The National March for Life is scheduled for today in Washington, D.C. This is the year the organizers are celebrating a major pro-life victory. Today's National March for Life in Washington is the first march following the U.S. Supreme Court overturning its 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that prevented states from deciding on their own whether to allow abortions. The first march was organized in 1974. While the movement is credited in helping to shape the court's decision in last year's Dobbs case, the organizers say they will still oppose pro-abortion legislation at all levels. 
Today's march starts with a rally at the National Mall and will end at the steps of the Capitol. Eben Brown, Fox News. Unemployment has hovered around 3% for several months in Kansas. Will that continue in 2023? The director of the Center for Economic Development and Business Research at Wichita State University, Jeremy Hill, tells KNSS News. Households are still trying to re-enter the labor market when they've taken care of health and security of their own house. They now have burned off some extra cash, so they're slowly trickling back into the labor market, um, ones and twos every single month coming into the labor market. So labor force continues to go up, but job demand out there remains really, really high. So unemployment will continue to just slowly tick down in uh, all parts of the state. Jeremy Hill is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. A beloved statue at a restaurant in West Virginia is now back in the owner's possession. There was a fire at the Dairy Winkle in Campbell's Creek, West Virginia on January 11th, and sometime after that, there was a break-in. The owner of the restaurant, Carrie Ellison, says a statue called the Wiener Man was taken. It's a short statue of a hot dog licking its lips and holding a bottle of mustard, while at the same time pouring a bottle of ketchup on its head. It was apparently a hot tip that led the police to the statue of the hot dog, and now the Wiener Man is back with its owner. Police are still investigating. Ellison is hoping now the joint bank opens sometime later this year. John Saucier, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. And our traffic update here on the Friday morning commute. We do have the report of a hit-and-run accident at 55th South and Southeast Boulevard. So we have crews headed to that direction. And we have the fire department on the scene at City Hall in downtown Wichita. We have a person stuck in an elevator at City Hall at Central and Main. So fire department is there to put that axe in there and wedge the door open. (laughs) All right. There you go. That's a traffic update. Stephen Ted, KNSS. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Happy Friday. It is. Friday's here. How about that? And things, uh, once again, going to get a bit bumpy out there, especially for our Saturday. Steve, Ted, I don't know what your plans are for the weekend, but I would suggest just going ahead, staying inside, letting weather do weather things. I should say letting the weather do winter things just because we are looking at not only some rain, but potentially some snow over this upcoming weekend, too. And then for Saturday, it's going to be a chilly day. That's why I said might as well just go ahead and stay inside with, you know, a warm blanket, hot bowl of soup. Maybe a nice sandwich, a nice little deli sandwich or something, and go ahead and throw on a movie. So uh, if you choose to do that, I I think you'd be, you know, moving in the right direction, I'm just saying. Again, just because of the conditions that we do have ahead. For Friday, anybody that's listening out there, just because we have the chilly temperatures as well as the the wet, potentially some wintry weather on the way, I'd go ahead and get any kind of errands or running around that you have to do done today before that next storm system moves in. We're looking at partly cloudy skies today. High of 49 degrees, actually uh, getting close to 50 for a high today, with light winds only at about 5 to 15 hours. miles an hour but then later on tonight that's when the clouds will begin to push in and thicken up only a 10 percent chance of a rain snow shower but then 
that chance going up to 60% by the time we get into what the latter part of our morning, especially by midday and into the afternoon. And with that being said, even though we're looking at a, a mixture of rain and snow with a high of 37 degrees, at first I do see more rain than snow just because those temperatures, although chilly and cold, uh, we will be able to uh, get above freezing by the time this moisture moves in. Once we get into our uh, our uh, Saturday evening and Saturday night, this is when we'll have to keep an eye on things. Uh, that chance for uh, rain and snow dropping down to 30%, but we'll also have a low of 24 degrees. So uh, as we go through our evening hours, as those temperatures drop, getting closer to that freezing mark, it'll really depend on how much moisture is out there, where we could see potentially a, a little bit more snow than rain uh, moving through just before uh, that moisture exits. But so far, it only looks like trace maybe up to an inch of snow at best for Wichita. So not expecting much snow. That's why I mentioned more rain at best. Sunday, completely dry, 41 degrees, but another system going to be quick on our heels. By the time we get to our Monday, 20% chance of rain and snow, and we may have some uh, some of that snow linger into our Tuesday, too. It looks like a lot of our highs next week, 30s, 40s, going to stay chilly, and after Tuesday, that's where uh, the rest of the work and school week should be pretty dry out there, and we'll get a break from this constant train of systems. Right now, 26 degrees. Fair skies, a little bit of cloud cover, light north wind at 6 miles an hour, wind chill 19 degrees, so cold and quiet before that next storm moves in. Right, thank yeah, you, Ron. And Ron L., what about people driving up to Kansas City yeah, for the Chiefs the game tomorrow game. morning and tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, it looks like things are going to be uh, mainly damp uh, and mainly in the form of rain uh, just because those temperatures are going to be above freezing as that moisture kind of crawls eastward. But for uh, those people that are going to be traveling back, I think that's uh, the main time frame where, where uh, we'll really have to keep an eye on things. That's where I wouldn't be surprised if there were a few slick spots, especially on those elevated surfaces. But more of a still more of a rain-snow mix versus areas west that could get up to around four to six inches of snow. All right. Thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. 7.15 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And we're getting word from a Tom Hine at the Kansas Department of uh, Transportation here in Wichita. Uh, they've changed uh, something from Saturday to today, Ted, uh, on Friday. Today from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m., two ramps will be closed. Northbound I-135 exit to southbound I-235. And the westbound K254 transition to southbound I-235 will be closed. Traffic for both closures will be sent to northbound I-135, then to the exits at 53rd North and 61st Street North. So you'll have some detours there. But again, that starts at 9 this morning uh, and goes until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Steve and Ted here uh, had a sunny day across Kansas Thursday, Wichita high temperature. Yesterday, a pleasant 44 degrees. Yeah. Normal high for the date is 44. So how about that? Yep, yep. Let's see. January 20th, on this date in 1981, Iran released 52 Americans it had held hostage for 444 days, minutes after the presidency had passed mm-hmm. from Jimmy Carter, Carter to Ronald Reagan. That was on this date in 1981, and that was a long nightmare uh, for Americans had come to an end. How about that? All right. Sure uh, shows uh, who you have in office. Certainly colors how the world views the United States. Yeah, and there's a couple of things. I mean, you wonder if the Iranians were thinking, you know, we better not take a chance with this guy. Or That's exactly was, what they were thinking. Oh, I don't think so. I think there's another thing, and that is we've had these people too long, and let's get, it, get this over with. Here's an excuse to do it. There's a couple of ways to look at it. But I think you're right. The, the Reagan thing had a lot, 
lot to do with what they did there. All right, uh, seven seventeen, Stephen Ted. Ted, you got any birthdays uh, this morning at all? I mean, you got I a famous not. one probably. I, I don't have any good. I've got one. Uh, well, former astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Oh, that's a biggie. Ninety three today. Oh man, as the uh, lunar module Eagle pilot on the nineteen sixty nine Apollo eleven mission. He and Mission Commander Neil Armstrong were the first two people to land on the moon. Buzz Aldrin, American hero, 93 today. Yeah, the last one of that trio is still with us. That's right. And also a friend of mine from, from for many years, Nancy Marin's having a birthday. Nancy is, uh, well, that's her married name. She was a, a, a student at West when I was there. We were in the same class. And when she was in school, she worked on, uh, she was a journalism person. And Nancy, uh, you know, she wrote for the uh, for the yearbook and for the for our uh, for our uh, uh, weekly or monthly magazine, whatever the newspaper we'd had over there, the Westward. And when she left school, she got her degree and she came back and she taught at West for several years journalism over there. And uh, she is the mother of a friend of ours named Rob Marin, who used to work on the radio with us. Yeah. I think he's still doing TV production. Isn't yeah. So, He's yeah, a gridiron cast member. Nancy's having a birthday today. Very nice person. Nice, nice person. 718 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is sports time, and the excitement is there for the uh, for the next playoff game in Kansas City. Coming up tomorrow, here's Ted Woodward with the sports this morning. Yep, we are the day before the Chiefs get into the playoffs this season. The Chiefs hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars at Arrowhead Stadium tomorrow afternoon. You might remember these teams met just a couple of months ago in mid-November in in Kansas City. The Chiefs won that game. They got a big early lead, and then they kind of cruised on in for a 27-17 win. Since that game, both teams have won seven of their last eight. Both teams are playing some really good football right now. As we head into this playoff game, the Chiefs, have beaten Jacksonville six times in a row. The last time the Chiefs lost to the Jaguars was 14 years ago. The Chiefs are trying to get a win and get to their fifth straight conference championship game. FanDuel expects this to be the highest scoring game of the four playoff games this weekend in the NFL. FanDuel has the Chiefs as an eight-and-a-half point favorite. Both teams on winning streaks. Jacksonville has won six in a row. The Chiefs have won five in a row heading into this one. And there is snow and rain in the forecast for the game tomorrow. We'll see if weather affects tomorrow's game at all. There you go. Jaguars and the Chiefs. Mitch Holtus and the Chiefs radio crew will begin their pregame coverage at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The game will kick off at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon in Kansas City at Arrowhead. And, of course, you can listen to the game live right here on your Wichita radio home for the Chiefs, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. And... Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, is with us live every Friday morning, as always. So we'll talk to Mitch about 50 minutes from now, 8-10 this morning, and get his thoughts on this playoff game coming up tomorrow afternoon. You can hear all four of the NFL playoff games tomorrow and Sunday, and those are all on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Tomorrow it starts out with the Chiefs game. After that, in primetime tomorrow night, the top seed in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, hosting the New York Giants. And the two games on Sunday, the action starts at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Cincinnati on the road visiting the Buffalo Bills. And then the primetime game Sunday night to finish it up has the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. All four playoff games over on KFH. College men's basketball. Wichita State was on the road last night. The Shockers lost at Memphis 88-78. Memphis has won 15 straight home games. 
And the Shockers have lost five times in a row at Memphis. As the Tigers shot 60% from the field in the final 28 minutes of that game. The Shockers see their two-game winning streak come to an end. Shockers have another road game coming up this weekend on Sunday, heading down to Dallas to take on SMU. The Shockers have won five straight against the Mustangs. In fact, the last time the Shockers lost in Dallas against SMU was 27 years ago. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will begin their pregame coverage for the Shockers at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 2 o'clock Sunday. You can listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. 13th-ranked Kansas State is home tomorrow afternoon. The Wildcats hosting Texas Tech, a team that still hasn't won a conference game this season. And K-State is 10-0 on home court this season in Manhattan. That'll tip off at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for K-State. That's nationally televised on ESPN2. We have action in Lawrence tomorrow afternoon for KU men's basketball. They're ranked number two in the nation. The Jayhawks hosting 14th-ranked TCU. KU has won 16 straight games on home court in Allen Fieldhouse. TCU has never won a game in Allen Fieldhouse, ever. 0-11 all time. Live coverage of the Jayhawks begins at 10.30 tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at noon tomorrow. And listen to KU live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women are home tomorrow afternoon. That'll be a 2 o'clock tip-off at Coke Arena. The Shocker ladies hosting East Carolina. And hockey, the Wichita Thunder is home for back-to-back games to finish up a five-game homestand tonight and tomorrow night. Downtown in Trust Bank Arena, the second-place Thunder in action, hosting the Allen Americans tonight and the Kansas City Mavericks tomorrow night. If you want to go to tonight's game, there are free ticket vouchers available at Quick Trip locations. And Saturday is I Love Wichita Night. Thunder wearing Wichita flag jerseys tomorrow night on the ice. There you go. Busy weekend in sports. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 723 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. A poll finds the impact inflation is having on Americans seeking medical care. That's coming up with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS is brought. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 on this Friday morning, 26 degrees. The Treasury Secretary says her department is now taking extraordinary measures to pay the country's bills as the U.S. hits the debt limit. Republican Congress members like Scott Perry want a debt limit vote tied to an agreement to reduce overall spending. The White House has said they will not negotiate on this. Perry told Fox Business anchor Neil Cavuto that spending is out of control. Saying that you're not going to negotiate is irresponsible. White House senior advisor Gene Sperling also told Cavuto they can talk about future spending, but not if it's tied to the debt limit. What you don't have the right to do is to say that we are going to hold hostage the full faith and credit of the United States to get what we want. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says they will likely be able to make interest payments on the debt through early June. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Wichita firefighters will soon be equipped with Narcan kits on their trucks to help reverse the effects of an overdose when they are the first to answer a call. The decision comes just more than a week after the city approved a partnership with Safe Streets Wichita to put Narcan kits in overdose hotspots, including motels. Battalion Chief Jose Ocades says in the past, 
Fire crews could only provide basic life support in overdose situations. There has been an increase citywide on the um, amount of overdose calls that has increased for us. So that there will be, there is a need for it. He adds that firefighters are currently undergoing training to use those kits. That training expected to be done in, a, in the next week, and that's when the kits will be assigned. A big load of a key chemical used to produce fentanyl is confiscated by U.S. agents. Agents in southern Arizona on Thursday seizing up to 440 pounds of what they suspect is a precursor chemical often used to manufacture the dangerous drug fentanyl. The powdered chemical was transported by agents Thursday morning from a home and warehouse in Tucson where it was sent in recent months in a series of suspicious packages from China that did not identify any contents. The Drug Enforcement administration calling fentanyl the deadliest drug in the nation. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Tragedy outside a Denny's restaurant in Kentucky. A 72-year-old Kentucky woman is dead and two others are injured after a giant Denny's sign came crashing down on top of the car they were sitting in. It happened Thursday afternoon in the parking lot of the restaurant in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Police say they believe heavy winds knocked the sign off its base, causing it to fall off a tall pole, crushing the car beneath it. Two women and one man had to be extricated by the Elizabethtown Fire Department and were taken to a nearby hospital, where one of them later died from their injuries. The conditions of the other two victims are not known. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. The Center for Economic Development and Business Research at Wichita State University gathers information on the local and Kansas economies, looking for trends and offering predictions. KNSS News asked the center's director, Jeremy Hill, to assess the impact of the COVID pandemic on Kansas business. Pandemic, from a policy perspective, not only hurt some firms really dramatically, and they're industry-specific, but we also have a lot of other um, shifts in the economy because of this, new innovations, things like that. So, Yes, there was, a, there was a massive impact on a lot of firms and some of the profitability and they will, that are lasting forever. Jeremy Hill is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. And now a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, quiet start to our day in Wichita. It is chilly this morning, but temperatures do warm up above average this afternoon. Sunny with a high 48. We will be clouding up tonight, Tarlow 31. And tomorrow, moisture increases with a mix of rain and some snow. Our high 38. Rain and snow ends by Saturday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now a few clouds, a north wind at 3 miles per hour and 26 degrees. Stephen, 10 in the morning, 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS, 7.34 now. And uh, Ted, uh, you went out and, and uh, hosted uh, uh, the TV, the Battle of the Books on TV yesterday. Yeah. Kids from what, four schools? Yeah, four, four elementary, elementary schools competing. Schools. Yeah. How'd it go? It went great. I saw the Facebook po- photos you put up, and it's interesting to see those hey, those, how old are these kids? Fourth grade? Yeah, they're like that. That's about the right age. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting to see their faces because uh, some of them are just smiling, having a great time. And there's a couple of Yeah, some kids, you, you somber, have to, tell, to tell them to smile. I yeah, like, they don't remember. you got to smile. You're on TV. Yeah. But how'd it go? Was it fun? Oh, yeah. I love doing that. I, you know, that's my not-so-secret dream. Yeah, I want to be really. a game show host. Where do you? Uh, where can we see that now? It's on, uh, you know, it's on Channel 20, the public school channel. You can find it at uh, some points okay. over the course of the next several months. And you can go online and access it. I think if you go online and 
Search for do Battle they, of the Books. You can you can get it on demand anyway. Do they yeah. podcast it on USD 259 or anything like that, or do you know? Yeah. On the That's what I said, online. That's, yeah, so you right, just go yeah. online to USD 259, and you can probably access it pretty quickly. All right. Well, I think we need to get some uh, high school and college age uh, uh, math people in here or, you know, our uh, physicists or something to figure out what happened at the Goddard City Council meeting Tuesday night. Oh, boy. And we're taking this information from our friends at KSN Channel 3, but uh, stay with me because we're going to try to figure out what happened. And it's not easy. Here we go. Former Goddard Mayor Hunter Larkin, who stepped down after being charged with a DUI in 2022, is back in his old position. Following a city council meeting Tuesday that was full of changes. It began with a planned vote to fill a vacant seat on the council. But after an executive session was called, Larkin, serving as a regular council member, motioned to remove Larry Zimmerman as mayor and hold a new election. Larkin was elected mayor and made a motion to remove certain city staff, which prompted former Mayor Zimmerman to resign from the council. On Larkin's recommendation, Keaton Fish was elected to fill the seat vacated by Zimmerman. Following another executive session, Larkin announced Goddard no longer has a city administrator. As city staff are now working to sort everything out, former council member Michael Proctor who resigned in December, says he's concerned about how it all unfolded. Design is that um, somebody can come in and totally restructure and command from the top down. And the design of Goddard governance is to represent the Goddard population. Um, it's to run the city well and efficiently and professionally. Um, it, it's, it's not to do what has been done. Proctor says he's now looking at options that would force Larkin into a recall election. I could sum that up with three words. It's a mess. I was going to say I can Holy. sum it up in one word. Cluster. Cluster. Come on. Yeah. Guys. That sounds like a complete debacle. It sounds like the local politics at its worst. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. It's absolutely at its worst. Yep. And, uh, and the taxpayers and the citizens are saying, what the... Is going on? I was like, really? Here? This circus and what, reflects what is, Goddard voters want? Is there anything, I don't think so. Is there anything we can do about this? Hmm. Wow. How about that? Okay. Uh, a new study found that the night sky is growing brighter every year. Aha. Uh-huh. The stars are looking dimmer. Study published Thursday analyzes data from more than 50,000 amateur stargazers over more than a decade. It shows that artificial lighting is making the night sky about 10% brighter each year, and that's a much faster rate of change than scientists had previously estimated looking at satellite data. There you go. Study author said he hoped that policymakers would do more to curb light pollution. The research was published Thursday in the journal Science. My brother, uh, my older brother Mike and his wife Lita, way back in the 70s, grabbed everything they owned and put them in the car and took off for New Mexico and uh, built their own house down there. You see the stars there. And uh, we've been down to visit Mike and Lita many, many times over the years. And uh, at night, you sit out on that porch, and those stars are huge. Not like in New Mexico. coming out of our houses and looking wow. up. And see, you and I are a couple stars. of guys, and we like to go out at night and look up and see what's going on up there. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing about now in New Mexico, you'll see a bright light over there moving along. Is that a UFO? Eh, probably weather balloons. But, oh, uh, that's it? 
But you are down there in UFO country, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love to see a starry night. Makes you feel good. Yeah. All right. 7.39, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And after Ted's battle of the books, you had any more excitement coming well, up this well, weekend? By the way, I didn't mention our, the schools I was with Oh, yesterday. yeah. Tell yeah. Uh, yeah. Franklin Elementary, McLean mm-hmm. Elementary, Clark Elementary, and the winner yesterday was Colvin Elementary. Okay. So and congratulations to Colvin. They won uh, the... Our little competition on Battle of the Books yesterday with me as host. So you've got, uh, did they all exposed to the same selection of books, or is it just kind Yeah, of they a... get the same list of 64 books okay. to read. And they've and... been at it since the school year began. Wow. And they then, uh, then, you then they a... get in the big game show, and they have to recall details from all 64 of those books. Is it multiple choice? Nope. Or... Really? Got to yeah. answer the question, wow. right or wrong. Well, They I've... get points for getting the name of the book right and the author. Oh, okay. Correct okay. as well. So. Yeah, that's it's a great. I like to see the kids. Yeah, it's it's cool, and I enjoy doing that every year. And reading, and, and of course they have a great time. They get to be on TV, and they get to meet Ted Woodward. I came across a, <laughs> I came across a word I couldn't pronounce. Really for a loop. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, it was cryptanalyst. A crypt cryptanalyst. Yeah, I've like I don't is think that, I've ever seen that word in my life. Is that a professional person who? It was yeah, it was some kind of occupation listed in one of the books. Cryptanalyst it was about a cryptanalyst, and I kept looking at it and thinking there should be an O in there. I was thinking, is that Crypt- word crypto analyst? Crypto analyst. But then I kept looking. I was like, no, there's not an O in there, and I kind of stumbled over it a couple times. And one of the uh, one of the People from the public school district said, cryptanalyst. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I obviously don't know what that is. Yeah. I'll have to go look that up. Right. Okay. Well, you learned something, too. So huh? I did learn something yesterday. Very I good. learned that there is a profession called a cryptanalyst. All right. Big weekend coming up. We got the Chiefs playing in just about, what, 30 minutes from now? Yeah, about we'll, a half hour. We'll talk with Mitch, mm-hmm. Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. How about that? He spends his Fridays during football season talking with Steve and Ted. And you can look forward to hearing that in, in just a little while. Stay with us here in the 8 o'clock hour. We've got the Wichita Business Journal update on the way, Ted. New partnership looks to promote economic development in rural Kansas. Okay. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stevens in the morning. KNSS 746 here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball. Memphis 88. Wichita State 78. Two. Fire crews now equipped with Narcan overdose kits along with Wichita Police and Sedgwick County Sheriff Deputies. One. Investigation of Supreme Court leak of abortion ruling comes up short. No leaker name. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. And a look at traffic here on the Friday morning commute. And, of course, once we get traffic going, things all kind of gets bunched up there at the North Junction. Yeah. We do have some pretty slow-moving traffic in the eastbound lanes of I-235 approaching I-135 there at the North Junction. So slow downs there. KNSS traffic update brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online anytime at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care, Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Partly cloudy today with a high of 49 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 32. Saturday, 60% chance for rain and snow. Tomorrow's high, 38 degrees. Now, a few clouds, 26 degrees. We have a north wind at 3 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up Sunday night at 7 o'clock right here on KNSS is the John Whitmer Show. And John is here this morning, as he does on Fridays, to give us a preview of what's he's gonna, what he's going to be talking about on the show coming up Sunday night. Good morning, John. KNSS, I thought I was calling DoorDash. I, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> DoorDash. You're, morning, guys. you're just you. as hungry for breakfast as we are. Yeah, exactly. Morning. How are you guys doing? Good, last, good. Last time I saw you, it looked like you'd been missing a few meals there, John. You better, <laughs> I'm, a little, is, I'm, I'm a little concerned about job. about how much Jenny Craig you've been doing. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, what's going to be on the show? You got some some. You got a pretty good lineup of guests again this week, right? Ryan, you know, we'll we'll do our uh, our usual every week during session. We we do our under the dome update this week. Speaker Pro Tem Blake Carpenter will join us to bring us the latest from Topeka, including uh, a response from the governor who rolled out her budget proposal this week. That you know, typical. It's got lots of spending proposals, and I'm sure uh, the Speaker Pro Tem will have a response to that. And we're going to start a new segment every month now. I'm going to bring in um, a member of the county commission to talk about what's been going on at the county level. And we're also going to start monthly conversations with city council members, and we'll probably start that here in the next couple of weeks. But this Sunday, we'll have Ryan Beatty on the show to talk about what's been going on with the county commission. Um, you know, Ryan's the new member. I'm sure he's been drinking from a fire hydrant, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what Ryan has to say. Yeah, what what are his first impressions as as the new guy on the bench? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It, it, it is. I'm sure he's you know, he's been in there. 
not too long now, and, and he, I'm sure he's just learning the ropes. I know what it's like as a new legislator. I'm curious what it's like as a new county commissioner and just learning you know, how everything's going. And so I'm looking forward to talking with him. And uh, speaking of the local you know, elections or the local races or candidates and whatnot, uh, that's going to be a topic I'm sure that we're going to talk. I, I, you guys are probably seeing it as well. The 2023 local elections are starting to heat up. We're hearing rumors of different candidates and I know of already three or four names of candidates uh, lining up for the uh, the upcoming mayor's race. So that that should be an interesting one to watch, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure that'll come up on Sunday as well. I don't know, but just personally, I wouldn't even mess around with city council because county pays a lot more, don't they? Uh, about twice, yeah, yeah. And it uh, it's a nice little nice gig if you can get it, especially since. A lot of them don't even work a, a full forty-hour week. <laughs> well, so, yeah, it's a pretty good gig. <laughs> I, I, I'd be an honest politician and say, you know, I'm taking the jokes. I need the money, okay? That's not... <laughs> for a hundred thousand dollar job. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that county commission job's a pretty good job, especially when you consider your state legislators make about eight bucks an yeah. hour. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a hell of a gig. <laughs> to, to heck with ideology. Where's the money? Okay. Hey, listen, uh, John, I could probably take phone calls, but hey, listen, have a great show. And uh, it's uh, Sunday night at 7, right here, the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hey, have a good weekend, John. Talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. 7.51, Stephen, 10 in the morning, and we had another down close on Wall Street Thursday. The major average is finishing lower for a third straight session as investors weighed mixed signals on the strength of the economy and digested another crop of corporate earnings results. And shares of Procter & Gamble fell 2% after the consumer products giant reported lower quarterly profit and declining sales volumes. And Wayfair stock fell after the Wall Street Journal reported that the online furniture seller is preparing to lay off more than 1,000 workers as the company deals with shrinking sales after a pandemic-driven boom. The Dow winner, Chevron Gold. Goldman Sachs and United Health Group, the Dow Decliners, 3M, Honeywell, and Amex. The Dow falling 252 points, the Nasdaq down 105, S&P 500 down 30. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Google says it's laying off 12,000 workers, becoming the latest tech company to trim staff after rapid expansions during the COVID-19 pandemic have worn off. The Silicon Valley's Giants CEO, Sundar Pichai, shared the news Friday in an email to staff that was also posted on the company's news blog. Said the company has hired for periods of dramatic growth over the past two years, but now was a different economic reality than the one we face today. And let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Kansas State University and Wichita-based Network Kansas partnering on a new statewide initiative supporting economic development growth in rural and urban areas with more coordinated resources. It's called K-State 105. That's for the 105 counties across Kansas. The initiative was established with the goal of creating 3,000 new jobs and attracting $3 billion in new investments by the year 2029. That's according to a news release from the university. Through a network Kansas program called Entrepreneurship Community Partners, communities will be engaged to explore local challenges to economic growth such as failing infrastructure, environmentally contaminated buildings or sites, housing, child care, or establishing an entrepreneurial culture. Another of the biggest names in industrial business will be using Room at Wichita State University to showcase new technology to customers from around the world. Siemens AG has announced it has opened 
Explore Live in 3,000 square feet of space inside the small factory at Wichita. The high-tech center opened last year by Deloitte Consulting, LLP, on the Innovation Campus at WSU. The Digital Industries Software Division of Siemens will utilize its portion of the facility to demonstrate design and optimization technologies and processes, it says, will offer hands-on learning opportunities for customers looking to modernize, restore, localize, or uh, regionalize their operations. And that's a business news update this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. 754 Steve and Ted. Ted, today is National Disc Jockey Day. Yes. That's DJ for short. The first disc jockey was an experiment on the airwaves. That that was in 1909. 16-year-old Ray Newby was a student under the supervision of Charles Doc Harold at Harold College of Engineering and Wireless. He played the first records over the airwaves before the word disc jockey even existed. And disc jockeys are a little bit like the white buffalo. Uh, you don't see them <laughs> very often anymore. Not really. And we don't really play disc. We do, we do all that stuff on a computer now that, that uh, announcers used to have to queue up records, and it was quite a physical thing to do uh, to be a DJ. Uh, I'm sure they still do something to that. Well, it, it, it's computerized now for the guys who yeah, do. Yeah, most of it's just done by computer now, yeah. like every other job. So, but anyway, but uh, still a few of us, two of them around. Ted and I have never been DJs. We've been news people in radio, but it's radio, so it's good, right? So we enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> DJ Day, if you know one, uh, do like we do in radio and just give an imaginary hug to them because that's what radio yeah. is theater of the mind. Exactly. Speaking of theater of the mind, we've got an open theater of the mind coming up here at 8 o'clock this morning with Stephen Ted. Stay with us. We have the latest on the effort to find a leaker on the Supreme Court abortion ruling. Ted has sports coming up with a special guest. Of course, our play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, every Friday morning live. And that's coming up in about 15 minutes. Make sure you're here for that. We preview the Chiefs playoff game. Plus, entertainment news, the blur is on the way. Yep, Great audio coming up your way. Entertainment news in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And traffic and your weather for the weekend coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.